0: hey i'm sandy and i'm i'm a, uh, oh, i don't even know what i am i'm sandy and i'm a quilter and welcome to episode 197 in which we are back in the saddle mostly um this is saturday april 30th i'm going to uh, 2016 sorry i'm gonna try to record this this afternoon i did actually record an episode last weekend and then thought better of it deleted it <laughs> and and just moved on um It's taking me a little while to kind of get back into the swing of things. So hopefully I'm much more there now than I was last weekend. Uh, My last episode was February 10th. I started taking notes for an episode after that on February 11th, and now it's April 30th. I don't even want to do the math on how long that means (laughs) it's been since my last episode. But I do know I've picked up a few new listeners in that time. And so, as I keep saying this year, I'm just giving you all time to catch up. Um, I do want to say thank you very much for listening. Thank you to my longtime listeners who have been so very, very patient with me um, as things got a bit hectic this year. Uh, I also want to say thank you to the new listeners, and I'm really glad you have a lot of years that you can catch up on while I'm sort of a bit AWOL here and there. Um, For those of you who are new listeners, somewhere, I think actually a year ago, I think it was my fifth anniversary, I had made the official announcement that I was starting a Doctor of Ministry study program, um, started that last August. And during the fall, things got a little bit busy here and there, but I was still able to mostly, it wasn't a weekly basis, but I did blog and podcast periodically during that time. Um, Between January and mid-April this year, I just could not. um, Things, it was just, you know, the perfect storm. Between school, I actually kind of was juggling two classes at the same time uh, this time around and full working full-time as i usually do and also traveling quite a bit for work and just having a boatload of evening conference calls for work uh so if you you might recall again those of you who have been listening my 2016 word for the year was balance (laughs) And, and i had said that intentionally knowing that things were likely to get a bit insane I don't know that I've done a very good job keeping balance. In fact, I, there are several indicators that I have not, um, given that, yes, indeed, I've gained weight again this year because I have not been able to get to the gym at all. And, you know, you get self-indulgent and you're eating when you're overtired and working on papers and all that kind of stuff. So I haven't been overly balanced. But the one thing I did really just let myself out the, on the hook for, let myself off the hook on (laughs) apparently was grammar um (laughs) the thing i really let myself off the hook about was quilting embroidery blogging all of that i decided i i would do it as i had time but i wasn't going to feel guilty about not doing it i wasn't going to feel angst about not being able to be productive i wasn't going to feel angst about not being on the airwaves so to speak that I had to focus on what I had to focus on. And so that's why you really just didn't hear from me. I wasn't even on social networking all that much during that time. Periodically, I would be. I was trying to sometimes read other people's blogs, sometimes listen to other podcasts, but even that wasn't able to do much and almost never was able to comment. So I really just basically, you know, dropped off the face of the earth for a few months. Um, I've turned in my last paper on April... 20th 21st something like that and um finished traveling right about the same time like i said it was insane uh so really the last week or so since all of that happened i've just been regrouping um really i took a couple of days just to catch up on sleep i mean i was still working and everything but i was so overtired by then uh that i was going to bed pretty early and just not really doing much else, Um, really had to be in kind of recovery mode. Um, But this last weekend and this weekend, I've been doing a lot of cleaning and organizing and kind of putting my world back to rights. And so that's felt really good. Um, I'm also trying to catch back up on podcasts and blogs and, and listening and reading what other folks are doing. I do have to say I had to make a judgment call and just not really go back in time. <laughs> I've decided I'm, I'm just kind of starting fresh with where everybody is now rather than to catch up with where everybody was then. Um, so I'm going to be talking a little bit about where I'm at with Quilty Projects, which is not very far, but at least I've touched fabric, and that's just really exciting. I do have a couple of uh, sort of housekeeping type things I want to talk about first. The first is I want to say a huge thank you to those of you who email or didn't email me, you mailed me, actually used USPS, and mailed me embroidery threads to donate to the Women's Empowerment Center in Myanmar. I had, between what I had bought and what you had donated, I had a um, tote bag that was probably about half full, which when you're talking embroidery thread, that's a lot of thread. And um, a couple of folks had included some needles and some other uh, types of sundry notions around embroidery in their donations and so I was able to give all of that to the director of the Women's Empowerment Center and she was very, very pleased. I uh, I didn't do it up in front of everybody because she was never up in front of everybody. She was in, um, they were. They had a vendor shop, uh, the Women's Empowerment Center did, um, right in the main compound of where this conference was. This was uh, when I was in Myanmar, in Burma, about, it was about a month ago now maybe only three weeks ago, I don't know. I don't know when it was. <laughs> it was. The week after Easter is when I was there, however long ago that was. Um, I was in Myanmar, Burma to be a speaker at uh, the Kachin women's conference, Kachin Baptist Women's Conference. And there were, um, they told us when we were there, they thought there were around 6,000 women. I, My friends stayed through the whole conference. I had to leave shortly after my part was over because I had papers due. Um, so i had to get back to the states but she was there through the whole conference plus stayed a few weeks afterwards to visit family and she told me that their count actually ended up being somewhere around i think 6,500 registered attendees but then there were at least 1500 other people there that were running the food stalls running the the vendor shops running security running sound uh running just running everything uh it would this was a huge event um And it was incredible. But if I start talking about that, we'll be an hour and a half in and I won't have gotten to the Quilty stuff. So just know I had a wonderful time while I was there. Um, They were incredibly gracious and welcoming. It was just beautiful experience. I have a ton of pictures. I hope to get at least a selection of them on facebook or, or somewhere that people can see them i just haven't had time to really sort through them yet so that's that's still in the works um i did however post on my blog today something you might be interested as fabric people capital f capital P. Uh, I have amassed quite a collection now of um something that's called a longi or longi it, i've heard it pronounced either way this is the traditional um wrap Garment worn by both men and women, um, essentially a skirt, and uh, that I just I'm addicted to these things. Apparently now, partly I, I counted as I took photos. I posted photos of all of them on my blog, so you can see why one might get addicted to these things. They're just gorgeous, but um, I did not buy all of those 15 personally. Plus, you know, this is over. I've been to Myanmar three times, and thailand once between 1998 and just you know this most recent trip and so these have been purchased over those you know four trips over 16 18 years however long that is uh plus about half of them were gifts to me i did not purchase them so i've just kind of i've got a lot of these things now <laughs> and so um In fact, I actually had to tell my friend at one point when we were there this time, I said, stop me, I cannot buy another one of these things because I bought a couple early in the time we were there and then I got gifted several um, and you know, I was still eyeing them. (laughs) They're addictive. And you'll see why when you look at them on my blog, they're gorgeous. Uh, So Anyway, that's that's that part of uh, the thing. There is some fabric relationship (laughs) to my trip to Myanmar. So again, thank you to those of you who are part of that donation to the Women's Empowerment Center. Um, She was just very very pleased. Okay, on to some other. This is sort of again, I've been kind of collecting notes over the last three months. So um, this is. Some of these things are going to feel a little bit out of date, but I want to make sure I I shout them out anyway. I want to give a shout out to listener Lynn, a.k.a. Alamosa Quilter, because she has opened her own quilt shop. And you can find her shop in Alamosa, Colorado, hence her name, uh, her handle, I should say, Alamosa Quilter and they've got a website at www.alamosaquiltcompany.com. It's a very nice website. I have spent time on it. Um, She told me, and this was now, a few weeks ago. I don't remember when we had this conversation. Lynn, if you're listening, and I know she may not have time to be a listener anymore now that she's running her own quilt shop. but I, when we had this conversation, whenever it was in the past three months, she said that she did hope to start being able to sell some stuff online soon, but they hadn't got there, gotten there yet. Um, it was just really fun to watch on her blog, the whole progress. She posted pictures of when they first um, got the property that they're using uh, for this quilt shop and then pictures of as they were kind of rehabbing it sort of along the way and then now pictures of it being done. Um, But her blog is worth reading anyway, regardless of the shop. She's always had a wonderful blog. I've I've followed her, you know, ever since she first started listening. And I found out about her and started following her blog, too. So congratulations, Lynn. Hope it's going well. And I hope I am sending some business your way for anybody who lives in or around or near or within driving distance of Alamosa, Colorado. Or if you're passing through Colorado on vacation or whatever, definitely check out um, Lynn's Quilt shop, Alamosa Quilt Company. Um, speaking of, I mentioned a little while ago my fifth podcast anniversary. I completely blew by my sixth podcast anniversary. That would have been March 28th. Um, and typically every year, those of you again who have been listeners for a long time know I do a big splash about it and I always do several giveaways and uh, you know work with different companies to get giveaways and for obvious reasons just could not pull that off this year um i've been kind of wondering do i do one late or do i just say hey i'm just going to give it a pass this year you know we all have birthdays we kind of skip (laughs) to a degree um this might be one of them uh i feel kind of bad because you know six years in podcast world that makes me an old podcast lady (laughs) i guess Oh, anyway, I'm sorry. I make myself giggle sometimes. So, um, this old podcast a lady entertains herself if nobody else. So, um, I guess, you know, I, I don't know that I'm going to pull it together to do a giveaway of any kind this year. So we may and can't guarantee that next year is going to be a lot better when i get to my seventh podcast anniversary that one will fall again um, in my spring semester right about the same time when i have papers due the only thing i can say is next spring now knowing what my schedule is going to be like with school i will not be scheduling myself as much travel Um, so hopefully i can keep spring a little more sane but we'll see most or i should say Probably about 50% of my travel is within my own control. 50% is not, it's just stuff I have to be at. Um, But most of my spring travel that happened this year was stuff I did not, it wasn't assigned to me. It was stuff that we had talked about me doing for many years, some of it. um, And some of it like the Kitchen Baptist Women's Convention was just, I couldn't say no, you know, you've got to say yes to something like that. So it just happened all at the same time. So next year, I'm hoping for a little more sanity um, so we'll see uh, what happens with my sixth, seventh podcast anniversary. So anyway, sixth podcast anniversary, woohoo, there it was. It was fun. It's gone now. Move on. <laughs> I also want to say thank you to Ozzie Pip, who um, gave me a shout out on her blog. She was doing, oh, there's an actual name for it, but I can't remember what it is. It's uh, where she does a blog post for every letter of the alphabet every day um it's a part of a, a thing that a lot of people in the blogosphere do i don't <laughs> i'm always very impressed that she does i can't even begin to imagine to come coming up with that uh but i was q quilting for the rest of us was q so i really appreciated that um and also uh you should make sure you check out her blog if i get to it i will put a link to it on the website um and i don't mean if i get to Aussie, if i get to putting show notes down the website what i might do is try to get this episode posted and then put show notes up later because uh, my husband and i are going out to dinner tonight so i'm i'm on a little bit of a tight time frame here um so uh just to kind of catch you up with a little bit of what i've had going on last weekend and this weekend um we have four bedrooms in our house and you know, we've got our bedroom, we have one bedroom for each of the kids. And then we had a guest room that my nephew lived in for the first three years that we had this house. And I'm telling you that because that explains what's occupying quite a bit of my time this weekend. We, uh, my husband and I decided to uh, get, rather than just get new mattresses, which is what started this whole conversation, it was time for new mattresses. We decided, why don't we get a whole new bed? And we're going from a queen bed to a king bed. And so, Instead of just getting rid of our current queen bed, because it's a very nice bed, um, we are doing a huge, what I'm referring to as the great bed rotation. So the guest room bed is a twin size bed. My husband has been using my son's bedroom, which is a full size bed in that room for also using it as kind of his home office. He doesn't, that's just for weekends and paying bills and stuff. He doesn't work from home the way I do, but so he was able to kind of tuck in, but he'd really like a little bit more space. Um, And my daughter took her bed with her when she moved. So her room currently has no bed in it. So what we've decided to do is my nephew now has a house of his own. He and his girlfriend just bought a house and moved in last weekend, maybe a very recent move. So they're gonna take the twin bed out of the guest room uh, for one of their, I guess their second bedroom. I think their house is a two bedroom house. So they're taking that bed. And then we're going to move the bed from my son's room into my daughter's room. And then we're going to move when our bed comes, they're going to help us. The guys who bring our bed in will move the bed that's in our room into my son's room. So we're just, you know, it's musical beds right now. <laughs> we're moving them all into different rooms. But e- each of that, of course, is awesome. meant we need to move a lot of other furniture, too, because once these other beds get into these other rooms, there's furniture in there that won't fit because both in both cases... Um, For my daughter's room and my son's room, both of those are bigger beds than what they had before. My daughter used to have a twin bed. We're moving a full-size bed in there now. My son used to have a full-size bed. We're moving a queen bed in there. So it's just, it's the entire second floor of our house is just in upheaval at the moment. Um, It's all very good, and it's certainly making us kind of get some things organized. None of these rooms had a ton of stuff in them at this point because the kids had moved out. But it's just a matter of... You know, getting stuff on the shelves, off the shelves, moving stuff into the basement that's not needed in there anymore. It's just, as you can guess, anybody who has done this kind of thing before, it's, it's some work. So that's kind of why you also haven't heard much from me, um, is because when I'm not working, and when I'm not trying to actually touch fabric, i'm moving furniture vacuuming dusting, <laughs> hauling books from one room to the other etc um it'll be nice once it's all done the only thing i'm a little worried about i shouldn't say worried the only thing that i'm thinking oh man is that some of these rooms i feel like we've lived in this house 10 years and It still doesn't feel finished in some degree, like we don't have curtains on our front windows in the first floor. That's part of being in a new construction home in a neighborhood where we don't have immediate neighbors. We haven't really had to get curtains, but I still want curtains at some point because it just makes it feel finished. Um, my son's room was really the only room that I had felt like, okay, that one's done because the furniture all went together. It had nice bedding on it. it felt like this was the room that was going to be the guest room if people came, um, and now it's going to be all torn up and my daughter's room was really cute and now that's going to be all torn up and the guest room was really cute. Now that's going to be all torn up. <laughs> it's like, it's going to be, you know, nothing's going to look right for probably years to come. I don't, I don't know. Anyway, um, So that's a little bit of upheaval. On the other hand, you know, you might, some of you might be thinking, oh my word, Sandy, you just got home. You just finished school. Why are you doing all of this um, to yourself? Well, some of it is not, some of it is just circumstance. This is when it's all happening. But it's also nesting, you know, it's nesting. It's like, I want to be in my house doing things and cleaning things and organizing things. That's, That's part of how I put my world back into order. So even though it's all gonna be chaos <laughs> for a little while, it'll settle pretty quickly into at least we can close doors and I won't have to look at it. <laughs> and that's, that's always what you shoot for. Just if I can close a door and not have to look at it, then we're good, you know, that's kosher. Um, but I do hope to at least get some of it settled. For example, my daughter's room actually, um, I'm taking over her bookshelves. So that's going to be my my school book overflow. Because in my home office, I've got a couple of shelves that I use for whatever books I'm using for that semester. So they're, you know, immediate access to my computer. Um, But semesters past, I can't get rid of the books because I might eventually need them again for the thesis writing. But I don't want them in my office. So um, she had two fairly, you know, tall bookshelves in her bedroom that we boxed up all of her books that whatever she didn't take with her that's all now in the basement and I'm taking over those bookshelves Um, so I do have sort of a vested interest in her room at least being workable so that's going to be my main focus is getting her room to the point where I can easily be in and out getting books whatever I need to do um, with those shelves so that's the chaos (laughs) that is happening in our our homestead these days Um, but to talk about fabric I did actually spend um gosh two or three hours in my sewing room earlier today uh touching fabric and and using sewing tools and such it was really cool um so here's kind of where i'm at at the moment i had done the annie Unrind craftsy class oh traveling accessories travel accessories i can't remember the name of the class you would find it on my blog because i've already done the review for the class i had finished the first bag in the class that was the everything in its place bag I finished that last spring or early summer before I started school and um, there's a second bag in that class that I had all the fabric for I had already gotten all the supplies for it I'd gotten her finishing kit off her website Um, I'd done all that when I had everything for the everything in its place bag so I had both bags all ready to go but the second bag I just never got to it uh, because first of all i needed a break after finishing that everything in its place bag that that was a tough one to finish for somebody who's not really used to doing bags at that point at least i've gotten a lot better now because i've done a lot more of them um but that one has a lot of vinyl involved and it, it just i was tearing my hair out so once i got that bag done i just needed to step away for a while and work on some other things um so the other bag just sat so now i'm suddenly really motivated to get it done i'm like really looking forward to working on it again so that's the the first project new project if you can call it new that I, I have already kind of started i spent some time today um re-familiarizing myself with where i was in everything making sure i did have all the parts to it that i needed to have um she always provides a print out of labels that you then cut apart and you pin on the parts as you're cutting them to help you keep straight what's what and that's really really useful so i you know did some of that prep cut out printed off my labels cut them all out and started cutting the fabric i've got two i've got the outside fabric the main fabric the lining fabric the soft and stable which is her um stabilizer foam it's a foam stabilizer is what it is i've got that all cut and i've just got to cut the coordinating fabric next that one's a little bit more complicated so i decided i wasn't sure i had time to get into it because you kind of have to do it all at once or not do it at all if you do it halfway it's going to be hard for you to remember where you were because she even gives a diagram about how to cut all the pieces that you need out of this coordinating fabric she draws it out so you can follow her diagram which is very useful um so I decided to put that aside but I do I'm hoping I don't know tomorrow if I'll get any sewing time again great bed rotation plus I've got some that's when my nephew is coming over to take the bed out so that we can move everything else Um, so I don't know how much sewing time I'm gonna get tomorrow the other thing I am working on that I've got to finish up is I have the Jacobs ladder quilt I got it back from the quilter a few weeks back and All i have to do now is is do a label and put the binding on it and the way i do my labels is i do them triangular shaped and sew them into a corner of the binding and then just hand stitch the the long edge down if that makes sense somewhere on my blog i probably have a picture of one from years ago but i don't know um so i've got it i always have to at least have the fabric ready first whether or not i actually write the label out i usually just write it with a sharpie (laughs) i'm kind of lazy when it comes to labels um but in any case, I have to do that and then I have to do the binding. Well, I thought I had all the binding fabric at least set aside. Well, I did, I should say. I had binding fabric set aside because for this quilt, it's a fairly busy design. It's not a standard Jacob's Ladder. It's a Jacob's Ladder block, but you, it's alternating blocks and you flip the way the dark and the light are in every other block so that it ends up looking woven. And I do have a picture. I don't think I've put a picture on my blog yet because this is a gift. I don't think, well, I know for a fact they don't read my blog, but sometimes your blog posts show up on your wall on Facebook. So I just want, I don't want to have a picture of it until it's actually gifted. I know they don't listen to the podcast, so I can talk about it here. I did, however, post a picture on Twitter of the finished top And I posted a picture when I had it back from the quilter, just of some of the quilting. I don't think I did a full-size picture. So you can see it if you go back and if you are on Twitter, but I haven't put it on my blog yet. Um, In any case, that makes it a somewhat busy design to look at. And so I have an inner border that's just, it's a tone on tone, but it reads as a solid of a blue. The whole quilt is blue and kind of beige cream light very light brown i don't even want to say brown beige cream that sort of color family um so the the inner border is sort of a royal blue tone on tone and then the outer border is just the coolest fabric ever (laughs) it just works beautifully with this it has a bit of an asian flair to it not it's not I mean when you look at it you don't say asian but when you look at it closely you can see it's got an asian influence to it um and it's just really interesting with this with the quilt and i think i probably talked about the border on my last episode three months ago so <laughs> if you you know if you're listening to these podcasts back to back you're probably thinking sandy you already talked about this whereas for me it was three months ago i have no idea um, <laughs> so anyway the the but the border is a print and it picks up both the blues and the creams in it. So the outer border and the quilt itself are busy enough that I don't wanna do a scrap binding. I really just wanted to use that inner border fabric for the outer border or for the binding to really kind of give your eyes somewhere to rest as they always say, when you've got a busy design well I thought I had enough fabric but when I went to measure it and I did my math and I figured out how many strips I was gonna need of the width I want to use and all of that thing I am like five inch width too short to be able to use that fabric for the binding and I went online and I couldn't find it anywhere I'm trying to remember because I bought all this fabric well the the binding fabric actually I probably only bought a few months ago Um. Now that I think about it. I thought I was I, I was thinking I'd bought this fabric a year ago. No, I didn't. The border the borders I did not decide until I had the centerpiece. So I don't think I bought the border fabric until after Christmas, now that I think about it. But I can't find this this inner border fabric online anywhere. And I'm trying to remember which whether it's something I already have on my shelves or whether it's something I bought. And I think it's something I bought and that means it came from one of two quilt shops and i'm not sure i can remember which and the problem is one of them i can fairly easily neither of them is real close one of them is about a 20 minute drive but the other one's about 40 to 45 minutes so the 20 minute one i can run over after work someday this week and see um the other one i would have to wait until next weekend to go to which is a little bit of a disappointment because i was i was ready to go on this binding I do think I'm going to do it fully by machine. I had been waffling um, for several days, actually, ever since I finished my last paper and knew I wanted to get this binding done, as to whether I was going to do it, you know, where uh, you do it by hand, where you do the final stitching by hand, or whether I was going to do it all by machine. And at this point, I've decided I'm going to go ahead and do it all by machine because otherwise it'll take me another stinking six months to get it done. <laughs> it just, this thing needs to be done. It's a wedding gift. They already, they've been married since last September. So I really, I want to get it done and get it to them. Um, So I'm going to do it all by machine, but I have to get the fabric. And I know, yes, I could look for a different fabric in my stash, but it took me a while to find the right color, the right shade of blue (laughs) to work with this. And so I'm really not inclined to try to go through that all over again, because now I'm not only looking for the right shade of blue to go with the, the, center of the quilt i'm looking for it to now also go with what i've already got as borders so um i guess as i've been talking to you about this i've talked myself into the fact that i'm just going to have to go over to the the closer of the two quilt shops because i'm really pretty sure that's where i got that one the inner border from the uh, the outer border i know for a fact i got it the one that was further away but i think i already had the inner border when i went there oh we'll see anyway so that was frustrating um and that's about what I've gotten done this weekend on on quilty projects. Is I got one project partially cut out, and the other one I started to cut out and got sandbagged. So um, that's I guess that's all the quilty stuff I really have to talk about. Embroidery. Uh, I've just been kind of poking away at. Mostly, I was learning. I was teaching myself a new stitch, um, going by you know all the various blogs and YouTube videos and stuff that I follow. Uh, namely mostly mary corbett um hers she's kind of the go-to embroidery blog but i also follow can't no not even going to go there because i can't come up with names right now um there's a couple others that i follow that do kind of regular you know stitch of the week or whatever where they encourage you to try different stitches and one of them had uh this week was their woven picot stitch which is one that actually stands up from the cloth Um, you can use it to make flower petals and leaves and things like that Um, and so I decided well I might as well just practice it a little bit with some of my new threads because that way I'm both practicing the stitch and I'm also seeing how these variegated threads behave when you use them Um, and so I made actually an entire little flower on my practice I have one embroidery hoop that's just always set up for me to practice stitches on so it's got this very random assortment of stitches and at some point my expectation is that it'll be really filled in and it'll be really cool looking because i've been pinning a lot of stuff like that from pinterest that are the um what would you call them sort of mosaics of embroidery stitches all randomly put together but they end up looking gorgeous when they're done I have this dream that this practice piece (laughs) will get there. I don't think it ever actually will. But in any case, I'm practicing the stitches. So who really cares what ends up, what that ends up looking like when it's done. Um, So that's really all the embroidery I've done this week. I am, now that I'm feeling more rested and sort of back to being myself again, um, I've also had a full week now of sleeping without any sleep aids, herbal or over the counter or anything, which is wonderful. I had really been living on them quite a bit (laughs) over the last few months. I I have, I know how much my body can tolerate. And so I would take them right up to the limit, give myself a couple days off and then I'd be right back on them again to deal with time changes and stress and all that kind of stuff. As soon as I turned in the last paper, I just went cold Turkey and and went back to sleeping straight even if I didn't sleep well. And really it never, I never had to adjust. I was sleeping like a baby. from the first day, Um, you know, there's something to be said for not having nearly as much stress in your life for getting a good night's sleep. Uh, So the reason I went there and talked about that whole thing is because um, after so many days of sleeping with sleep aids, I know I start getting cloudy. I don't think quite as clearly. Um, And so being off of them totally for a week and just getting normal, good sleep i'm really starting to feel you know like normal again i can think and talk and such (laughs) and that's a good thing Um, now i'm working on getting back to the gym uh haven't gotten back to the gym i should say i'm working on it in my head (laughs) i haven't actually gotten back there yet i have been outside a lot more with um, the doofus uh, walking around our backyard playing chuck it with him i have one of those chuck it handle things that you you're able to throw the ball further and so he's been getting more exercise. Um, and I don't have to touch a slobbery tennis ball because I can just pick it right up with that chuck it. I love that. Um, got in one canal walk. I haven't been back. I'd hoped to get one done today, but my day ended up kind of torn up schedule-wise. And working on kind of wrapping my head back around, eating well, uh, tracking what I'm eating. I'm, I've decided not to do Weight Watchers anymore for a while anyway. Their new program kind of ticks me off so I'm just tracking through Fitbit um, using their food tracker which is not as user-friendly as the Weight Watchers food tracker works Uh, it's a little bit clunkier it takes a little while to track things but the flip side of it is you get to see all the nutrients of what you're eating so you're not only tracking calories in calories out which is the basics but you're also seeing Um, For example, how much sodium you're getting. And so that's really helpful information. Uh, So I've been really trying to go back to doing that so I can start adjusting, you know, making those little tweaks, substituting, well, instead of this bread, I should eat that bread instead and that kind of thing to sort of bring it back into something more approximating healthy uh, than what I'd been eating while I was in the thick of things. Um, And, oh, I do have to say, based on some things that Francis of off quilt Kilter quilt had talked about and this was a long time ago but Francis mentioned this book um can't even tell you when it was but she had talked about Gretchen Rubin's The Happiness Project and I remember when The Happiness Project had first came out I thought wow that's got to be just a bunch of hooey <laughs> but hearing Frances, whose opinion I respect talk about it and she had enjoyed the book I thought this spring, now that I'm not locked into only reading school stuff, although I am still reading school stuff, I still have a backlog of books I'm trying to get through, um, I decided, you know, let me give it a shot because I've got this anxiety thing I'm trying to deal with, so let's see if that can help. And I'm only about 20% into it, although that's not putting in a whole lot of reading time. It's a fairly fast read. I am actually enjoying it, and I've picked up, you know, a lot of it is pretty common sense, but I've picked up a couple of ideas of things that I'm gonna start trying to incorporate into my thinking and my attitudes and my habits. Um, So that's, I will cautiously, again, I'm only 20% into it, but based on the fact that I'm reading it because Frances had already talked about it highly. uh, I mean, she didn't rave about it, but she had pointed out that she found it helpful. Um, And I did already buy actually Gretchen Rubin's next two books. Uh, She's got three out altogether now, one of which, is it one of those three books or is it a fourth now i'm not sure i also have it's like a daily journal kind of thing and it's connected to her habits book which is better than before i think is that one um so basically i'm on this kind of whole (laughs) i guess self-improvement kick at the moment um mostly just to help me regroup and to deal with some things that I need better help balancing about (laughs) going back to my word of the year balance. Um, There were, you know, I had moments, a lot of them in the last three months. And so what I'm trying to do now is take these next few months. I don't, um, my next class doesn't start until August. I have some travel in July. Uh, But other than that, well, and I've got vacation travel in May, but um, I've only got one short work trip in June, not even a whole weekend other so the my next major work thing is not until uh middle of july so i've got some time and i've decided if i'm trying to get my house back into shape i need to get my body and soul back into shape too so that's kind of what's motivated all of this um so you know if you're interested i can keep talking about what i'm learning on the happiness project but for the most part like i said it's kind of common sense stuff it's mostly that reading What you already know to be true helps remind you that it's true and helps you think, yeah, you know, I really need to start going back to doing that again because it really is helpful. So uh, that's kind of what my life is like now. Um, Let me look and see where I'm at with listener feedback. I might have, because I recorded one last week, I might've already dumped my file of listener feedback back into my inbox. I never actually delete listener feedback. I still have all the emails and all the comments that anybody has left on this blog since it started, my blog or my podcast since it started. Um, It just gets, you know, buried in the archives. But I do have a file in my email box that all of them go into until I reference them on a podcast episode. And then I move them back out of that file into my general inbox again. I could very well have already done that. So I'm going to go look and see whether I have listener feedback on file to respond to. Okay, yeah, it looks like I did ditch them all. I'm so sorry. (laughs) I know, well, I had a huge backlog of listener feedback because I hadn't even done it on the last episode. Um, I just, I think I just need to, at this point, again, like I am with my podcast and blog, start afresh, and I'm really sorry. I have read every single email and comment that anybody has left on my blog. I always read them. Sometimes I, I try to be better about responding to comments on my blog and podcast episode show notes. Um, Actually on the blog, I can go in and just reply to them right there. So I try to do that. I'm not always real consistent about it, but I do try to do that now. Um, I certainly do try to respond to emails. If any of you emailed me and I did not respond, please feel free to email me again and say, hey, I didn't hear back from you. Just wanted to make sure you had gotten my email because it is possible with all the traveling, um, that something fell through the cracks. Unfortunately, my personal email is not as easy to organize as my work email is. My work email, I'm able to immediately flag something and make sure it pops up again for me whenever I get home, and I can't do that in my my personal email. Um, So it is possible something got lost in the shuffle. But I do want to say to everybody who has commented, to everybody who has sent me emails, And there is a special spot in my heart for people who send me emails with pictures. Um, And there are some of you out there who have sent me quite a few, and I really appreciate that. I I really do, you know, Francis often talks about it's the the comments that keep us going and it truly is. Um, I really do prefer this, uh, what's it called? A podcast. apparently I haven't totally regrouped yet. Um, I really prefer this podcast to be a conversation, as I often say. Uh, So when you email me normally on my episodes, I do listener feedback and I do talk back to you uh, through the episodes. And I know i just, I've not been able to do that the last couple. So I do hope to get back into that habit again. Clean slate starting from now. So leave me comments, please. And I will talk about them in the next episode. not going anywhere next weekend is next weekend mother's day or is that the weekend after i think next weekend is mother's day so we are hosting a mother's day brunch here at our house but it's likely to be very small and very casual and part of why i love to do brunches is because then it's done early enough in the day that you still have day left although some of that depends on how many mimosas you may have had (laughs) hearing brunch how much of your day is really functional for the rest of the day but you know when I'm hosting yeah I might have one mimosa because you're on your feet more Um, but it could also be that it's only my mother-in-law that's coming because the other my husband's sibs may all be at their other mother-in-law's houses Uh, so we'll see that but I do know that's going on Sunday morning other than that um, and prep for that I'm hoping to be spending a fair amount of time back in my sewing room again next weekend. So uh, hopefully I'll have more progress to talk to you about. And this week, I only have one conference call one night this week. No, two. No, one. I don't know. I shouldn't even talk. (laughs) I need to just end this podcast and, and be done with it and go get ready to go out to dinner with my husband. Alrighty then, so you know how you can get a hold of me and I promise I will talk back to you next time. <laughs> you can email me at sandyquilts at com. sandy with a Y, quilts with a Z. You can follow me on Twitter and Pinterest and Flickr and Craftsy and Ello, although I don't like Ello very much, but I did set up an account and oh a few other places i'm sandy quilt sandy with a y quilts with a z you can like the quilting for the rest of us page on facebook you can join the quilting for the rest of us flickr group please do love to see your pictures and you can join the quilting for the rest of us kiva team and do good all over the world and you will find links to a lot of those things anyway on my website at www.quiltingfortherestofus.com until next time go get your quilty on Quilting for the Rest of Us is dedicated to Shirley. Love you, Mom.